Oh, we are recording. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so <laughs> I'm having a drink gasm over here. Hello. We are back. We sound like robots. <laughs> Even my laugh. <laughs> <Don't think. laughs> you think, bitch. <laughs> um, it's whole snacks if you didn't know. Yeah. Yes. That is who we are. Separately, I am Elena. And I am Shayla. <laughs> you sound so happy to say your own name. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Uh, well it has been a whole week of not hearing from us yeah like but (laughs) isn't it like two weeks since we took a week off no it's like one week no because they heard from us on one tuesday and then last tuesday we didn't record so that would be one week and now this tuesday we drop in so that's two weeks they had two whole weeks without us. I guess. <laughs> I guess count all the days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's music to everyone's ears. Yes. We're back for the umpteenth time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we had to take a break last week because um, I was way too tired from Vegas yeah someone was turning up and whooping it up (laughs) without me yes and I was extremely tired and then I it was my last week of my summer classes for grad school so I had finished one of the classes before Vegas because she professor had it due I think the Tuesday or Wednesday that I was there And so I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just knock this whole project out before I even go. Um, But the other one was due the Monday after I got back. And so I did everything up to the final paper (laughs) before Vegas. And I was supposed to start it while I was there. But obviously that did not happen. Obviously she was drunk the whole time. (laughs) Because it's Vegas. Yeah. So when I got back. I um, really needed to work on my paper on top of being tired so but good news the paper was turned in on time and I got my grade back and I got an A on the paper so it was all worth it good so if you got like a C you have to blame it on Vegas <laughs> yeah. like is there extra credit I was in Vegas for a week <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it just goes to show that you can whoop it up and still <laughs> make good grades. <laughs> yes, you still show up on Monday after you whoop it up. Which is what I learned when I went to undergrad those many, many years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was um, a nerd in high school and didn't do anything and made such great grades. And then I got to college and was like, wait you can drink and be smart <laughs> There's you can have a good time and still make good grades what 
no one ever taught us that in high school. I know, right? <laughs> so um, I just proved it again in grad school. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yes. Um, but now we're back. I'm still tired because sleepy is my life. Um, but I'm not exhausted enough to not record. So here we are. Yes, we have made it to the promised land. <laughs> um, so what are you drinking? I have a um, canned cocktail um, from Tanqueray. It's oh, a so gin? Yeah. It's a gin and soda. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, went to a festival uh, last Saturday and it was one of the things that they were giving away. So I just took it and brought it home. Yeah, um, I love gin. I had a gin martini while we were in Vegas. Oh my gosh. It was at this Italian restaurant that was like very fancy. Um, and so it was a legit like gin martini with the olives oh it was so fucking good um, so I like gin but I have never liked a gin and soda I will drink a gin and tonic um but I'm not a fan of like soda water yeah I'm not either but it was okay at the festival while I was drunk so then I just yeah. took the extra one that she handed me <laughs> I was like sure but, that's great <laughs> starting with it sober not so much yeah it's all right it's alcohol <laughs> it'll do the job yes um well I have water and <laughs> and I have a a version of my sherbet drinks that I make I thought you said virgin at first and I was like why do you have a virgin drink are you oh. still that hungover from Vegas <laughs> no um so in well it wasn't in college it was like right after I graduated when I was still living in Athens me and my roommate made these sherbet drinks and it's typically supposed to be like um uh the whipped cream vodka mm -hmm. and Sprite and then sherbet um but I did not feel like going to the liquor store yesterday because it's too far away from my house and I just went to Publix instead I had to make a quick like it wasn't an unexpected run because I got stood up last night <laughs> so once that happened I was like fuck this I'm putting on sweatpants and I'm going to Publix to get some wine yeah um and Elena uh, was gonna come over today to go to the pool so I told her that I was gonna make sherbet drinks I was like well I don't fucking feel like going to the liquor store so <laughs> I'm gonna make a different version and I got that um pre-made margarita stuff that's been popping up everywhere at the grocery stores because it's made with wine so they can sell it at the grocery store yeah um so I got that margarita and then I did tonic water instead of Sprite to make it quote unquote healthier <laughs> and then sherbet is it so, good does it yes. taste regular it good, but it doesn't taste the same because obviously the whipped cream vodka one, it's 
liquor so it's stronger and two it's a lot sweeter because of the whipped cream flavor yeah Um, but it's not bad it's a good substitute for just doing stuff at the grocery store instead of going to the liquor store yes but I definitely opened the sherbet last night and had some sherbet (laughs) yes I had some sherbet and some wine and I was just sitting on my couch crying. Tears? Yes. Tears? <laughs> I've had a terrible week. This week has been awful. And then that was just like the, what is it? The, what is it? What is that saying with the, is it the hay that broke the camel's back or something? What is that? <laughs> the straw? Yeah. Yeah. I like had had an awful week. And so when I got stood up, I just totally just like lost it. That was your last straw. You're like, I'm drinking wine and I'm going to cry tonight. Yes. And eat ice cream. <laughs> I was like your um, typical, like sad girl is what I was last night. Yeah. That's what you see in all the movies. She's like shoveling ice cream into her mouth and sobbing. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I did the sobbing between the eating of the ice cream okay. so you weren't sobbing <laughs> into the bucket no I didn't want to get tears in my <laughs> ice cream. less dramatic less yes. dramatic yes but it was a sad moment for me um and I woke up this morning and was still not in the best of moods but we'll make, we'll make it through I have to get in a better mood because my birthday is next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to get in a better mood or none of us are going to come and deal with your bad attitude. <laughs> well, invite us over for your birthday when you're happier. I'll just pretend that I'm happy so that y'all come over here and then you can be here already. <laughs> trap us. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Then we get here and you open the door sobbing. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah you came in to make me feel better you just hand us cocktails as you're crying <laughs> yeah <laughs> these are my crying cocktails <laughs> please join me I disapprove <laughs> I will say I was talking to my sister yesterday and I told her I was like I just spent $50 on birthday decorations and I was like you know growing up is a sham like it's, it's your birthday and you're spending all this money <laughs> to throw yourself a party this is true but when you're a kid obviously your parents pay for all that stuff yeah I think like our last birthday that our parents throw us they should buy up all the like generic birthday decorations and give them to us as a gift. So we can keep them for all of our other birthdays that we have to decorate for ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> like here's one of your gifts, all your decorations. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, damn, I have to buy the decorations. If I want to have alcohol here, I need to buy the drinks. I gotta, um, and I'm doing like a, a cutie party. So people will be bringing food, but I also am going to make charcuterie boards. So I got to buy the food for that. And yeah. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Such is life. Yes. That's and what adulting thing is. My sister was like, well, hopefully like when you have a partner, your partner will be paying for that. And I was like, but what about us people who can never get a fucking partner? 
<laughs> well, wasn't she talking about herself too? Because isn't she single right now? She is. <laughs> so she's included in that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let me not be a Debbie Downer. Yes, be a Shayla Upper. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. I have to get all the bad juju out before tomorrow because tomorrow is the start of the week and um it's going to be a long week if I'm not in a good mood well you have something to look forward to so that'll probably make it better yeah yeah I think I'm gonna work on my uh revising of my novel today when we are done recording so that'll be something um fun to do okay 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 I mean fun is relative but (laughs) (laughs) it's the worst part of the uh novel writing process in my opinion but the end result will be fun so yes it must be done ah yum my sherbet drink delicious mm-hmm. they have mango sherbet now oh well you can't have it i know but i was <laughs> like look at that mango delight mango delight <laughs> i don't think you'll be very delighted I, at all. my body would not be delighted if i had that your body would be like what the fuck is this <laughs> So I had to make sure that the rainbow sherbet, that the orange part was still orange and they mm-hmm. were going to switch things up on me. Yeah. Because that would have been even worse last night if I was sitting there sobbing with my sherbet and then all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> he stood you up and he killed you. <laughs> Be terrible. Man. Um, tell me a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, you ready to get into these shows? Um. Yes. Which one of these motherfuckers are we talking about first? <laughs> um. Let's do the staircase since I love you now die is the finale, so we can give our ratings and everything. Oh yeah, it was the end. It was. Thank um. God. Huh? I said, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) It actually wasn't that bad. The staircase is worse. So that's why. Well, okay. So the staircase, I will actually say these last two episodes, um, I found pretty interesting. I wasn't on my phone at all. (laughs) Um, I think they were better, but I still am not in love with it. I'm still scared of the next seven episodes. (laughs) (laughs) um i will say these two episodes um there was a lot of jokes in poor taste um like when they're like oh we're gonna get mike back for halloween and somebody was like yeah he could be like give me your candy or i'll shove you i was like my (sighs) yeah my jaw dropped and then and then I think it was Mike that was like oh no I'll hit you with a blow poke and I was like oh my god like, I feel like 
I feel like jokes like that would have only been funny if she wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. I was like, it would be funny if like people thought you pushed someone, but you didn't push them. Plus, they're not dead. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and I was like you guys are saying this in front of cameras like you're not in the privacy of your own home yeah and they edited this and still decided to keep it in there yes oh and then the other uh one that I think I remember was uh I think it was Martha's friend was over and they were like talking about how the media is terrible and blah blah, blah but if something new came up we would forget about it and then Martha's friend was like yeah I'll just go kill somebody and then the light will be off of you guys and it'll be like Martha's best friend turned murderer and I was like you guys need to stop with the ghosts I can't yeah Yeah, they were I mean I guess some people joke like that because that's how they deal with it maybe I don't know there's a lot of stress going on so they needed to relieve it but I don't think I've ever really joked like that as far as like death being involved right um especially of somebody like close yeah like basically your mom (laughs) (laughs) a little weird your mom and your friends joking about her death is kind of very very morbid yeah I don't I don't know it was I was like these jokes are terrible and they should not have been they should have been said to begin with and then they also should not have been put in the documentary like Sophie at this point when she edited it wasn't she in love with Mike at that point so like I don't know why she would put that in there he can do no wrong and <laughs> I think that also lends to the fact that like it was like it wasn't that long ago but it was long enough ago where jokes like that weren't seen as in such bad taste as they are now yeah what well, was the same thing when uh Kathleen's sister was she said something about um Mike being gay and said it like as a bat like a negative thing yeah um, I think the courts did a pretty good job of being unbiased about it mm-hmm. um but like yeah his family or I guess Kathleen's family they were saying it as a negative thing and I was like okay guys I guess because yeah. you're older yeah, I think his brother was probably the best at, like, dealing with whether he's, like, bisexual, gay, like, man, whatever. Yeah. I think he was the best at talking about it, and it might be because he knew about it the longest, so he was able to come to terms with it faster, in yeah. a sense. Um, and then there was a lot of joking, too, when the male escort was on the stand. <laughs> um, Like, the whole courtroom laughing and stuff. I was like are we in the middle of a murder trial I'm no. so everything is a joke <laughs> yeah uh, and then the blood spatter expert was terrible because it's hard to explain away some of the stuff that they were seeing like three different photos of supposedly the same spot but all the blood splatter looks a little differently and it looks like it's been wiped off in this way and that way and it's like you can't really explain that except that police took these photos or like someone at the crime scene took these photos and this one looks completely bloodied and then these look cleaned how yeah. they cleaned afterwards yeah well that guy too but the one i was talking about was the one with the glasses that was like trying to uh imitate the like blow poke hitting on the thing uh, yeah. and he was like so why would you 
do it over here would you know that that's not how it's like that wasn't even a possibility of how it happened why would you stand on that side and why would you hit it like this and he was like getting angry and trying to like well I said blah 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 and I'm like you look terrible (laughs) yeah I mean I think there was a lot of corruption going on like people trying to cover up stuff like whether they thought or knew something happened, they were trying to get ahead of what other people were going to think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of Nancy Grace on this episode too, <laughs> or these last two episodes. <laughs> I forget about her until I see her in like stuff like this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, she's always been terrible. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty much sucks. And her voice is like as soon as you hear her voice, you're like, oh, that's who that is. Uh-huh. Yep. Um yeah, and then I did find it interesting, Margaret, um, the point she was making where she was watching all the like old home videos and the blowpoke was gone, like, for a lot of the time. Yeah. That was what I was thinking of, like, when we were watching the scripted show. Because, like, how long was it missing? Yeah. It took the sister to figure out, like, oh, it's not there. Like, who knows how long it was gone. Right. It could have just been that one night and they tossed it, or it could have been six months. Like, we don't know. Yeah. Um, And then the whole, uh, I think it was Elizabeth Ratliff, Margaret and Martha's mom. Mm-hmm. That whole part came up. There was, like, way more people talking, like, that were in that quote-unquote crime scene than was portrayed in the dramatized version. Definitely. The dramatized version, they just talked to the nanny, but in the documentary, there was like the nanny, um, and like two of her friends, and then their husbands were there too. That's what I was saying. Like, it, the last time it seemed like she was there for a very long time, that she like memorized what this looked like. Like, you were there staring at this scene for such a long time, yeah. And I'm like one why would you like I would see that and be like want to leave I wouldn't want to be yeah. staring at it this whole time so it just seems very weird that they were all there and like kind of have things to say about this other than like oh I saw her and then I left because it was traumatizing yeah <laughs> well and then they one of the friends said that her and her husband cleaned up the blood and I was like was this after the yeah. police came or did y'all just never call the police and y'all just started cleaning up the scene like I'm very confused about that yeah, that makes sense yeah I was like because like, you know there is after like um murders like when the police do their investigations obviously it has to be cleaned up at some point and yeah. I know they have companies that'll come and do it for you and mm-hmm. I think sometimes friends and family will do it for like so that the immediate family members don't have to see it or deal with it um but that was not like explained if police ever showed up and they cleaned it or if they started cleaning before they called the police yeah I feel like sometimes when they're responding to these questions they don't think because that's one thing I would definitely make sure that people knew, like, yeah. oh, I cleaned up after they left and, like, released the crime scene, not yeah. just cleaned up the blood. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, with these two episodes, um, 
I tend I tended to lean towards more like Michael didn't do it. Just like if I just watched these two episodes. Yeah, I mean there were parts in it where I feel like they're they make good points, basically yeah. to his defense. Yeah. But I still don't know. He still seems shady. He could just be, like, a squirrely person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think he's just weird, like, in general, whether he did it or not. He's definitely a weird person. Yeah. But I still can't trust him. (laughs) But what I realized is that this thing is so fucking long because Sophie was in love with him. She wanted to include all these little pieces of, like, clips of him smoking his pipe and listening to his music and just, like being himself and hanging out with his family because she's in love with him and wanted to watch it <laughs> yeah. like she just like found him so attractive in every scene she's like let's put that in there that'll be cute that's what I feel like. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many scenes of him just like smoking his pipe or walking around the house like just living life and I'm like this is not about a Kathleen's death we don't need this <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> I know and I'm like we we're only halfway through <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it could have been six episodes without the extra of yeah. him like being what what what's his name, Michael? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, even if we wanted to like stretch it a little bit, like we could have given her eight episodes. Yeah, no, it's still five more episodes than that. <laughs> like thirteen, like the the crime isn't even that long. Like she fell down the stairs and she died pretty quickly like what are we talking about (laughs) there's so much I guess because at the time it was a sensation like it was a sensational crime I mean it was I I remember tuning into the tv like he pushed her down those stairs (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this, this thing is so long but I do I still feel like the um the scripted tv did a TV show <laughs> did a really good job at telling the story yeah because a lot of scenes that we watch in this documentary I feel like I've seen it before because they did it in show yeah yeah um I was, that was the other thing I wanted to point out was Kathleen's sister was like I tried really hard to get them to not put Peterson on here but no one wanted to listen to me <laughs> I was like girl and then the other sister was like, well, she was happy when she married him. And I was like, but if he killed her? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She, she wanted to be there up until the point of her death, maybe. But yeah, before that, they I mean, they were still together. So who's to say that she wasn't happy with him? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was her name. And if she did fall down the stairs or if she did get attacked by an owl, then. <laughs> Damn owl. Yeah, I just, like, I still, and just, like, I I don't know what to think, and it's just crazy how life works out, because you either didn't do it, and now you are possibly losing, like, years of your life, knowing that you did nothing, and no one's believing you. Yeah. Or you did it, and then he got, essentially got away with it, after spending however much time in jail. Yeah or she got attacked by an owl and he saw that she was dying and saw this as his chance to get out of the marriage oh that is a combo 
yes. combo of the two, yeah. To be everything. So he didn't like commit her murder, but he just let her die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and okay, so do you think that he faked that 911 call or did that sound like believable to you? <sighs> um it kind of sounds believable, but also I don't know why he hung up. Like, I think if it had just stayed on and he maybe never responded, but, like, you could hear him breathing or, like, scuffling around trying to, like, clean up her head wound with a towel or something, like, that would have been a little bit more believable than it just clicking off. Is that what they were saying? I think I missed that part. When they, yeah. I remember they were saying what the, like, they asked the lady what the beep was, and then I missed her answer. Yeah, she said that was, like, the line hanging up, and they asked some question, like, you know, who hung up and she said he did uh interesting yeah because like in that situation you don't just call the police and be like okay they're on the way and just hang up like i mean like like i don't even think you would do that just like randomly because normally any regular conversation you would say bye first like you know you're hanging up i feel like that one was a little more abrupt like okay i've said everything i need to say gotta go before i fuck this up (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I have more feelings too. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else for these two that you want to touch on? Um, no, I think that's it. It's just squirrely, and I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> well, we have seven more episodes to decide. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we get to the end, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know and I don't care Kathleen's dead it's very sad but I don't know who did it <laughs> um okay well next week we're gonna do three episodes because uh we're just gonna finish up the staircase for the rest of our season here we'll be adding any other shows get this done episodes seven eight and nine is what we'll be covering next week. So are you ready to get into I Love You Now Die? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. That's very evil. I mean, it's a pretty evil documentary. <laughs> um, okay, so I it was just like John <laughs> where I hated her at the beginning and then I had a little bit of sympathy towards with like towards her at the end and that's what happened with the documentary <laughs> I hated her guts the first episode but at the end of this episode I actually had a little sympathy towards her I mean I have sympathy um a little bit I think because I think both of them were manipulating each other on different levels and mm-hmm. the t- the scripted TV show kind of got into a little bit of how Conrad was kind of mean to her but not really you didn't yeah. see it as much as you do in this documentary yeah he was like an asshole to her yeah yeah he was pretty mean and yeah. like manipulative as like you know my mom knows I want to commit suicide. Like if you tell someone, uh, like, you know, I'll never talk to you again. And then trying to convince her that his mom knows that there's no reason to tell her because she already knows. Yeah. Yeah. And then like how he 
I think he texted her one time and was like, you stupid bitch or fucking bitch or something like that. And I was like, what? Yeah. Just like unprompted. At least that's how they made it seem on the show. Obviously, we weren't in that relationship, but. Right. It made it seem like it was unprompted because she was like, what? Or like, why'd you say that? Or something like that was her response. Mm -hmm. And then he would just go ghost. Like they'd be in the conversation and he would say something and she'd be like, why you say that? And then he just would never respond. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like very cringy when she was like, are we like kind of dating? And he was like, how does that make sense? And then she was like, well, I want to be called your girlfriend. And he, But then he said, you are. And then she was like, I am. And he was like, I guess. And I was like, oh, oh, so cringy. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it was a little, little sad. But I think, I think both of them being on medication and both being depressed and like suicidal, all that shit was fucking with their brain. Yes, and I did find it very interesting how they made the point that she never texted him to get back in. That this supposedly happened on the phone, and the only reason why they know that is because that's what she texts Sam. Yeah. And I did find it very interesting how I think her defense attorney, which obviously this is his job to like make these good points, but he was mm -hmm. like, I don't think it's right how they're picking and choosing when to believe she's telling the truth and when she's a liar. So yeah. she could have lied about that whole conversation since she lies about everything else. But that's the one time they choose to believe her that that's what actually happened. I think because there is a 45-minute phone call to her before he died, I think that's, I mean, it's a good assumption that she said something. Yeah. Um, but I was, when I was heard them say that, I was wondering, like, because a lot of what they're saying is, like, she's saying these things to make people, like, feel sympathy for her and want to talk to her. But, like, saying, basically, I killed him because I told him to get back in the car. I don't see why she would think that would get her sympathy. Yeah. I think that if she was lying about that, it was just because she thought it would get her attention. Because... Obviously, we know she craves attention. Yeah. It would get her attention, but I feel like it would end up being bad attention. Or, like, yeah. I mean, I guess it would, it would get the attention of her friend Sam responding to her. I mean, like, girl, yeah. what are you talking about? You said that, blah, blah, blah. And, like, she would keep talking to her. And I guess that would probably make her happy. But yeah. it also doesn't seem like that conversation went very long after she said that. So it yeah. might have fired on her. But it's almost like that saying in PR that's like any press is good press. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe she's like any attention, I'll take it. Um, so I thought that was an interesting point. I thought it was interesting how obviously we found out how Conrad was way more of a dick than um, they portrayed, at least to her. Um, yeah. So, and then they got more into the fight between him and his dad. Yeah. I found it interesting that his dad had a girlfriend and they didn't like show that at all in the show. Yeah, she was never 
mentioned. Yeah, and the girlfriend was involved in the fight in real life, but they just didn't show her at all on the show. Yeah, I think the show was more on Conrad's side than Michelle's. So I think they might have like taken out some stuff that made him look bad. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was any other interesting points from the episode. Um, Did we know that she tried to hang herself in her closet? No. No, they didn't talk about that on the dramatized version. Okay, because I thought that was new information. I was like, she did? Yeah, and I um, don't even really remember that from the like actual like when it was happening yeah neither do I although she she said she did that through text so who knows if she's telling the truth she could have not actually done that yeah I mean that's the thing about dealing with liars is that you don't know which to believe but then I don't know I guess you take the worst stuff even like say she was lying about whatever the conversation was with Conrad, like maybe it could have been a good 45 minute call. Like, you know, I'm about to do it. You know, I'll see you in the next lifetime. Like, Oh, and she was telling him, you know, being happy for him, whatever. And then they hung up and said, I love you. Like, we don't know that because she's such a liar. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard to differentiate. Like it could have been a whole happy conversation that at least between the two of them that they thought was a happy conversation before he killed himself. Yeah, but because she wants attention and wants to lie, she tried to lie and then it backfired and put her in prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was also when she was lying to um, her friend because her friend was like, haven't you had sex already? And she was like, no, did I tell you I did? It's like, yeah. oh my gosh. That's because she can't keep her lies straight. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's like an immediate. That was her immediate tell of like, oh shit, I've told too many people different things. Yeah, like you have to ask your friend if you told them something, girl. <laughs> like everyone yeah. the same story. Like why are you telling some friends that you had sex and other friends you didn't? And she also told someone that Conrad raped her. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was another point I was just about to make, and now it has escaped my brain. Oh well, it must not be important. That's what happens when you get old, guys. Yes, you get in your thirties, and <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah, I'm not there quite yet. I got five more days. Oh my gosh. Anywho's that's in the, but uh, her saying that Conrad raped her or sexually assaulted her, or however she wants to describe it, is, like, another thing where you can't, you don't know if she's telling the truth or not. Yeah. Because she lies, so. Oh, I remember, before I forget again. <laughs> what you say? Do you, do you think, like, do you believe her side of whatever happened with Alice, or do you think that there was actually, like, nothing at all? <sighs> I think that Alice could have just been a really good friend to her, like nice and talking to her and like hanging out with her. And because she's not used to other girls wanting to be nice and hang out with her, she took that as she likes me romantically. Yeah. 
yeah I don't know I don't think I believe that anything super physical happened like outside of maybe like hugs or like random brushes of an arm that she might have taken as something else yeah but um I think because she was actually getting good attention from someone who genuinely wanted to be her friend that she mixed that up and like what kind of relationship that was supposed to be yeah I was confused though where she said that Alice's mom didn't want the new friends because she kept getting her in trouble and I was like what was she doing that would be getting her in trouble yeah I didn't know if that meant either I mean I guess it could have been like they stayed out late past curfew or something yeah but I don't know um okay yeah that was that was the thought I had that escaped me and then returned so I had to get it out yeah before I forgot again yeah Alice is interesting I'm I don't know if you were Alice or her mom would you have wanted to be a part of the documentary just to say your side on camera no because there's like when I researched that like from the dramatized version yeah. there's like no pictures of I can't like I couldn't find pictures of the girl anywhere and they used a fake name so I like she, I could have passed her in the grocery store I would have had no clue and I, she could still be just like, living life so I think just making a statement was good enough since there seems to be no like pictures like her image is not floating around like if my image was floating around then yeah I'd want to like be on camera to yeah in myself but since no one knows who I am I wouldn't want anything to do with it true that so what um what did you think about the whole like stay of execution and all that like, legal stuff that happened um I mean I know what exists I don't really understand it like I, I don't understand why they made it a thing like why a state of execution exists just put them in jail and then <laughs> like you do your appeal if they get out they get out yeah, I don't really understand. It was like too much legal jargon. I had no clue what was going on. I mean, I just, I just think it's dumb. Like, so she's basically convicted as a murderer, but doesn't have to go to prison yet because she's trying to do an appeal. That's dumb. Like, yeah. She convicted murderer, put her in jail. And then if she has her appeal, then, you know, she gets out, time served, and does whatever she does with her life. But, like, why wouldn't she immediately go away yeah <laughs> I don't know but I mean I understand them using it because it exists so why not yeah I just don't know why it exists well then the judge's explanation of like why he convicted her I was like like very confused like you seemed like it was Conrad's fault but then you still convicted her I think it's because of what she said she did like if she didn't have that text message to sam none of this would have happened yeah but you kind of have to take it seriously if someone like because it's basically a confession whether we think she's a pathological liar or not like she basically confessed to convincing him to kill himself yeah but do you think it's the same as the points or the point that other people have made that's like if i tell you to jump off the bridge and you do it it's now my fault 
Um, I think it's a little more complicated because they have like, like if there's just a one one time I tell you go jump off a bridge and you just walk away, like that's one thing. Or you you jump off the bridge, that's one thing. But like me constantly telling you to jump off a bridge or constantly telling you different ways you could kill yourself, I think over time that does take an effect on someone. Yeah, because I thought it was interesting that people were making that point, but then you had people yelling at her while she was walking into the courthouse. Yourself? So if she went and killed herself, do all those people that yelled at her need to be killed? Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting that they were yelling that at all since they're mad at her for basically telling a boy to kill himself. Yeah. So those people were contradicting themselves on what they're actually mad at. Yeah. (laughs) I think in general, like because there was a relationship behind it, whether it was romantic or not, I think the fact that they had multiple conversations about him killing himself and ways he could do it and her telling him that it was a good idea and that it's okay and he'll feel so much better once he does it um, makes it more her fault than just one time saying it and him deciding to sit in the car. Yeah. Um, And that conversation about the devil and stuff, that was... (laughs) very scary I did not like that at all (laughs) yeah I I don't know like I think that she had enough wherewithal to know some of the things she was saying same with him but also they were young and on medication so I think that sometimes their conversations were fueled by medication and not what they were actually feeling or thinking so do you think that they were involuntarily intoxicated like that doctor was trying to say Mm, at some points maybe I don't think their entire relationship and every conversation they had was solely based on medication and can't be their own personal fault yeah but I definitely think it played a role which yeah. I find really interesting about medication in general, because we made this medication for you to feel less depressed and not want to kill yourself, but it also might make you want to kill yourself more. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do we just not put it on the shelves then and make something better? Right. I don't get it. Um. Oh, the other thing that creeped me out was the whole, her obsession with Glee and Lady Michelle and stuff. Yeah, I was so happy that they actually put that in the documentary because in the TV show, her talking in the mirror, pretending to be Leah Michelle in the show, I was like, that's really creepy. And if she really did shit like that, like, I don't know what's going on with her head, but that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fact that she really did send him text messages, like verbatim of the stuff that she would say in the show and even worse, stuff that she said as Leah Michelle, a real yeah. person whose boyfriend died on a fucking talk show like that's weird yes <laughs> yes like taking it from the tv show was one thing but then you took it from an actual real life person who did lose their boyfriend yeah <laughs> yeah it was creepy it was very creepy i was like oh my gosh i cannot believe this is like real life and was not just like um them taking you know um creative license in the dramatized show 
So, I mean, it it sounds far-fetched and looks far-fetched when we were watching it. Like, who really, like, we liked Glee. Glee was great. Mm-hmm. But she actually thought she was in Glee, in a sense. Like, she was the character, and that was her boyfriend, and her boyfriend did die. Like, it was just very weird. It's like she was kind of creating that narrative for herself in real life by talking to Conrad and convincing him to kill himself and pretending to be the grieving girlfriend. Yeah, so that she could be Rachel Berry. Yeah, that makes it even more weird when she's like asking him, is she his girlfriend? Because she wants to be able to say that she's his girlfriend after he dies so that she can be the grieving girlfriend. Like, it's it's weird. (laughs) Yes, it was very strange and creepy and all the all the crazy things. Like, honestly, that could be written as its own drama series. hmm <laughs> Yeah. And I wonder what Leah Michelle thinks, if she knows anything about it. I would be terrified. Yeah. Like, I, I would be terrified that someone's that obsessed with me and then pissed off that someone took my real life, like, trauma and tried to create a narrative like that for themselves. Like, why would you want that narrative, first of all? Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. Um well was there anything else? Um no. I do I do find it interesting that the appeal took a year and a half and like she wasn't in prison. So like she was just like out living life, cutting her hair and like just being yeah. a person after being convicted yeah and I do wonder now like what she is doing with her life like she like I don't think she could ever be on social media again yeah like I <laughs> like there's, I don't know if there's any way that if I saw I've seen her on tv before so I don't think if I met her in person I would forget what she looks like. Like, I might not remember immediately, but I'm going to remember. So the moment she, I realize, I, like, am not going to want to have anything to do with her. So how does she have friends or, like, a job where people aren't judging her every day or asking her, like, intrusive questions about, like, are you still on medication? Do you, like, is your mind better? Like, I would, I don't know how she lives. Yeah, and, like, how is she ever going to have a romantic relationship again? I mean, there's people who message murderers in prison and want to marry them, so she can find somebody. Well, <laughs> let me reframe my question. How will she ever have a normal romantic <laughs> relationship again? Never. <laughs> she won't. Like, I feel like I feel like her relationship could stem a little bit from someone being obsessed with the case. Yeah. Because I mean, I guess also it it could. I mean, you could find someone who just finds her completely innocent and doesn't care and thinks yeah. that she was wrongly convicted and put in prison and stuff. And so they meet her and like know the story, but don't think yeah. she did anything wrong. So it doesn't really affect them. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people like that in the world who were watching it when it happened. So yeah, um, but that reminded me of what one of the guys said, like one of the random people that they interviewed on the TV. He was like, I wouldn't want to date her next. I was like, dang, okay. I mean, you've got to be a, a strong, happy man to date her after that because 
what if she is that manipulative and trying to just get every man she dates to murder themselves like <laughs> terrible maybe she has a vendetta against all men you maybe. never know <laughs> <laughs> um all right well I, I nancy grace popped up on this one too <laughs> she was everywhere man yes <laughs> you can do any news show without her putting in her two cents right There's no story she knows everything she knows she everything about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um okay well i can't i can't think of anything else that's popping up no i think that's it Okay, so what is your chef's kiss rating for I Love You Now Die? Mm. I mean, you know, it wasn't half bad. <laughs> um, we'll do a 3.8. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay, okay. I really liked it. I liked that it was short. Yes. And short and to the point. And like they got all the information there. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. They provided all the relevant and pertinent information that we needed in just two hour long episodes. Yeah. Um, we got the gist of Conrad and um, Michelle's relationship. And yeah. we got a good bit of the court case. Mm hmm. That was all that was necessary. Yeah, like there's literally no fluff. It's just this is what it is. This is the story. Yeah. This is the outcome. Goodbye. Yeah. And then they also let us know like Michelle and her parents didn't want to be interviewed for it. And mm -hmm. I think they were still I I feel like they just like you said, they stated the facts and it was very unbiased. Yeah. So I yeah, liked it. I didn't, feel, I didn't feel one way or the other that the documentarians cared about like one side more than the other which is yeah. how you should feel yeah a lot of times I I feel like you can tell like they're more on this person's side than this person's side and yeah it was just literally this is the information these were the text messages but I think also the text messages help because they don't really have to give an opinion because everyone's going to come up with their own right um and I liked it a hundred times better than the dramatized version. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I liked it more than that one. Yeah. Um, the dramatized version didn't do, like, they did good, I think, with their casting and stuff. Um, and obviously there had to be some, like, dramatized stuff because it was a dramatized version. Um, so it wasn't terrible, but for that one I preferred the actual documentary yeah yeah true shit <laughs> um and this is just off the cuff because we didn't talk about it before but what snack or drink oh yeah we pair with it hmm I love you now die um I don't know like ice cream popped into my head or like something from like a a fair because of like how they met over the summer I feel like that's like summer yeah. vibes yeah I think that would be good we yeah. could do ice cream and funnel cake yeah 
Yum. That seems like their vibe when they just met and they were like riding their bikes and living life. Yeah. (laughs) Something they would have (laughs) done. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, are we ready to move on to pop culture? Yes. Oh. (laughs) You sound like you have a lot to talk about. Um, not a lot. It was just something I found like right before we started recording because I was scrolling through the gram. Okay. Um, what is the name? So TMZ had a video that had one of those um like sensors over it on Instagram, like where they say like trigger warning or like sensitive yeah whatever, and you have to click to see if you want to watch it or not. Yeah. So I clicked it because you know I, I I'm curious. I need to know what happened. And so I clicked it without even really reading the caption, which maybe I should have in hindsight. <laughs> but um, it was a video of a concert in Hong Kong for the boy band Mirror and a uh, a giant video panel fell and crushed, I think, like two of the dancers. But you can, like, the it literally just falls from the ceiling and like smack dab in the middle, this dude lands on his back and it's just, it looks like it crushes him right down the middle of his body. And it, it stood up. So like, it didn't like fall off of him. Like I, everyone rushed over and I, like the video stopped, but I feel like they had to push that thing off of him. Did he die? He, there's one dancer still in critical condition. I think the other people that got hit were less injured because he took the brunt of it. Because it fell directly on top of him. Oh my gosh. It was scary. (laughs) Like, if I had read the caption, I don't know if I would have clicked it or not. Yeah. But I've never seen something like that happen at a concert. Like, things have fallen or, like, you know, pyro effects have backfired, but nothing that heavy I've seen fall on somebody. Oh, man. That's not good. Yeah. But I've also never heard of this band either. Mm-mm, I never heard of that. Yeah. But um, none of the band's 12 members were injured, but dancers were injured. Ouch. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I know there's some other big news that you probably want to share. Why do you say it like that? Because I feel like you are more of a fan than I am. A fan who? What are we thinking about? Beyonce. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I liked it. Have you listened to it yet? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, no spoilers, but it was um. It's definitely very different than anything she's done before. Yeah. I won't say anything, but very different than most of her music. Like, if you're a fan of her first, like, four albums, it's very different than that. Um, I heard there was one song that people think she's talking about the elevator incident. (laughs) Um, I think so, but I got to listen to it again to, like, remember, like, what she says yeah um yeah that happened this week and then another thing was I think I heard that I think it was Kylie and Kim both complained about how Instagram is pretty much switching to like 
mainly videos. Yeah. And Instagram responded and said um, that that's what's getting the most views. So they have to change with the times or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then whoever was reporting that story, I can't remember who, they were like, that's bullshit because <laughs> the reason why it's getting more views is because that's what Instagram is pushing. <laughs> yeah. So if they didn't push it so much, then what the platform was built for would be what is getting more views. But people are getting upset because they like, I mm-hmm. use Instagram to see pictures of my friends. Yeah. Apparently they're supposed to be rolling back some of the updates they had done before. So like the full screen videos already popping up and everything and less um, suggested follows and suggested posts. They're supposed to be rolling that back and doing less of it. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if I care too much either way. I don't think it bothers me that much as much as it does like a lot of people who solely just want to post photos I I like making videos so I don't think it bothers me as much as other people yeah see I'm the opposite I prefer pictures more than videos Mm -hmm. that's why I don't post that much on TikTok because I like taking pictures (laughs) more than I like taking videos but like my last post I it was it was pictures but instead of doing a carousel I turned it into a reel so that mm-hmm. it would get more views. Yeah. Um, and that kind of annoys me because to do that, if you make it a reel, because the way I do my feed is I have the white like outline. Yeah. So for it to be a reel, if I'm going to just do pictures instead of a carousel, then the reel is going to look dumb because it's going to be a whole bunch of white space with like these small pictures so that the picture on my feed shows as the white background. But if I just did it as the pictures then I would just have my border and it wouldn't be because for the real, obviously it has to be full screen. Yeah. You can change the cover of your reel though to make it be that whatever photo you want to show up on your profile. Yeah. But even on the, like when you click on the real, excuse me, the real um, tab, then it's full screen. So then it's a whole bunch of fucking white space and it looks stupid. Oh, I see. I see. Like if I wanted to post the videos, then I would be active on TikTok. Yeah. They just don't want us to go to TikTok. So they're like, if we make videos, and they don't need TikTok. <laughs> but TikTok's not going anywhere. So. Yeah. I mean, I get their, like, viewpoint and stance on that. But it's also, like, you're two different platforms for a reason. I It's just like when they stole stories from Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. But stories was a good idea, though. Yes. Stories was yeah. a good idea. Like adding, oh, the other thing they did is that now everything is going to be a Reels video. Like every video you post now will be a Reel. Yeah. They moved all of my like 
regular like my IGTV everything is on reels now yeah which I I kind of understand that because it's just easier to have one thing versus you got IGTV you got regular videos you got reels you got stories like too many different video formats just Mm -hmm. having makes sense so that I think is normal but it but it go ahead I was gonna say I also think they need to listen more to their audience because like when they change the chronological feed to not chronological why would you do that yeah (laughs) stuff like that where it's clear that nobody's interested in it I feel like they should immediately change it back if the immediate clash is we hate this and that's the majority of the comments and dms and shit and emails that they're getting like just change it back it shouldn't have been that hard yeah um I understand like the switching it to the reels but it frustrated me mainly because like the videos and stuff I had done before TikTok was a thing so reels weren't a thing it was a like a series yeah and now you've taken it off and put it into real format and so it's even longer like because it's full screen yeah and it's it's like mixed up with everything else and it's not like in its own little pocket yeah piss me off maybe they'll come out and let us like group reels into like categories yeah so you can put things together like series yeah that's easier for people to find yeah that was dumb and it was annoying but anyway um the other big pop culture news this week was the um unnecessary and like I'm very confused why it came up drama between Jojo Siwa and Candace. Yeah, I didn't actually listen to Jojo's side. Like I know that there was drama, but most of what I heard was uh I like heard part of Candace's like response to it. But then I never went to JoJo to see, like, what actually started the whole thing. Well, what had happened was (laughs) JoJo did that trend that's, like, the, it's, like, the rudest celebrity I've met, the nicest celebrity I've met. And she, like, you know, flipped the camera really quickly. Yeah. Um, And she named Candace as the rudest. So Mm -hmm. Candace reached out to her and asked her what happened and Jojo said she didn't think it was going to blow up like that and I'm like girl but yeah. you're Jojo of course it's going to blow up like you and, know you're going to download that video and pause it and see what you said <laughs> yes and so she um said that when she was 11 she went to the Fuller House premiere uh-huh. And she asked Candace for a picture, and Candace said, "Not right now." Okay, and that was it. That was it. So that made her the rudest person ever. Because she didn't yes. want to take a picture with her at that moment. Yes, I cannot. Yes, and <laughs> she said, "She said now as an adult, and being in the industry longer, I know you don't always have time, like at that moment. But as an eleven-year-old, um." it was a really difficult time for me. And I get that at 11, but you made this video at whatever age you are now as an adult. 
Yes. So it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So then Candace, like as she was explaining what happened, she said, I think we need to realize that what we say can have an effect no matter how many followers we have. And yeah. then we use our words wisely. And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, I, uh, and she said she apologized to JoJo for breaking her like 11 year old heart. And she said she apologized to her mom because as a mom herself, she like can understand what that would feel like if somebody like made her kid feel that way, even if it was like unintentional. Yeah. Of course, she was being her sweet Candace Cameron self. Um, and then JoJo responded and basically was just like, yeah, it was just a difficult time for me or something along those lines and Candace's daughter yeah um, got into it and was like she didn't name Jojo by name but everyone knew what she was talking about she was like not getting a picture with someone when you want the picture is not a difficult time there's way worse things going on in the world right now you need to grow up yeah and I was like she's dumb yeah yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's that. Yeah, that was the the biggest pop culture drama that happened this week. And I was like, is this really what we're talking about? Yes, it absolutely is. Because it was all over my TikTok. And I was like, why am I hearing about JoJo and Candace? Yeah. Um, and then did you watch Not Okay yet? No, I have not. So don't talk about it. I was going to say it was really good. Okay. I watched it last night and actually, like, paid attention. <laughs> Unlike when I watched The Gray Man Friday night. You didn't pay attention to that? Well, I had to, um, I've watched it and I had to split it in half just because it was so long. It was too much. It was too long. It was over two hours. I was like, mm, I watched it the next day and I finished it. But it was good, though. It was very long. And to me, I was very uninterested yeah it was all right not like the best thing but kind of funny and I like the fight scenes yeah see I'm not like super interested in fight scenes like I'll watch them but for me personally action movies need to have like a very big plot for me to care about the fight scenes when there's that Mm -hmm. many yeah and the plot to me wasn't that great yeah yeah it was just okay yeah um like the movie ambulance was a lot of action but the plot to me was interesting enough for me to care about the action yeah yeah ambulance is a very good movie yeah um all right well next week We'll have some interesting pop culture news for you guys. Juicy, juicy gossip. Yeah, some juicy, (laughs) juicy gossip. So make sure you turn in. (laughs) Make sure you tune in next week because we're wrapping up some things and we'll have all the gossip next week, all the juicy. Yes. We got three episodes of the staircase documentary (laughs) we will make it through together yeah so we'll get through the three episodes and then we'll have some 
fun gossip for you so yes be excited yeah there's that mm-hmm. um okay so well that's your homework is yeah. to watch three episodes I think it's seven eight nine yes um and you know my birthday is Friday so if you want to like send me some happy birthday wishes mm-hmm. I will take them telekinetically. <laughs> yes. She'll just feel them in her brain. Yes. I'm like, ooh, our snack pack is sending me all kinds of birthday love today. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Was there anything else you want to share with the peeps? Um no. I think that about wraps up our glorious week. <laughs> Um, well, that put a good cherry on my shit Sunday that I've had all week. And by Sunday, I mean like the ice cream Sunday, not the day of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because this week has sucked, but talking to you guys has not. So, <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. You said this was trash. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's never do this again. I would never. <laughs> well, it's been fun. It's been fun, kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, I guess we should tell you to rate, review, subscribe, and share us and, and love us. Yeah, because I think we forgot to do that last time. <laughs> I feel like we said it enough. They know, but just as a reminder. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, to get to get some more ears. Yes. Um. And all right, that's all the talking I can do. So. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.